America's a ridiculous place. 200 years ago, in a world full of rich and powerful kings, a bunch of farmers and businessmen thought they could run a country better. And they did. Then, generations of foolhardy people gave up everything they had to move to America on the outside chance they could make a better life. People born into poverty and slavery had the crazy optimism that this country was better than its past. And they believed that, despite the crap that had happened to them, this was a place where they could build strong businesses and families. Women, who were only offered jobs as secretaries after business school, ignored the disadvantages they faced to work towards taking over the companies that had once rejected them. None of these people should have believed this stuff was possible. But they did. America is a country built on confidence that defied the odds. That confidence was foolish, but it wasn't stupid. My goal in life is to be one of those idiots who see all the odds that aren't in their favor, but still take the risk. I want to be one of the fools who make America great. That's what this book is about. And if you're a person who doesn't like to take risks, who just wants to keep your head down, do your job and make money so you can pay your rent, you should probably stop listening because this book isn't for you. Okay, now that we've gotten rid of some of the dead weight, let's talk about confidence. If the people who made this country great had anything in common, it was confidence. Despite poverty, war, and discrimination, they knew that the best thing they had to invest was, well, themselves. These days, we live in a softer, nicer, more comfortable world, but it seems like people are constantly getting caught up in much smaller problems. Spending your life thinking about who is or isn't following you on Instagram is a great way of doing nothing with your life. America's greatness has always depended on smart people trusting themselves. But it feels like we've forgotten how. If you want to succeed in life, the key is confidence. Confidence has gotten me everything I have, from meeting my fiancé to selling $20 million homes. It's only because I've known what I wanted and believed I could achieve it that I've been able to make my dreams happen. This rubs a lot of people the wrong way. They're threatened by me knowing what I want and how to get it. They call it arrogance. <laughs> Look, when I was younger, I may have been a little brash, a little too confident, but I've spent the past 10 years of my life honing my instincts to work in the world of high-end real estate. I'm not confident because I stupidly think I can't make mistakes. I'm confident because I've made mistakes and learned from them. Despite what some viewers' million-dollar listing may think, what I present to the world isn't arrogance. It's informed, intelligent, calculated confidence. Calculated confidence, to put it as simply as possible, is training yourself in your chosen field to the point that you can trust your gut instincts are guiding you towards the best possible option. It's learning, working, and listening enough so that when key opportunities present themselves, You'll be ready for them. You'll actualize them. And you'll learn from any mistakes you make in the process. It's making yourself your most trusted advisor. It's not just about taking risks. Stupid people take risks all the time. Investing 20 grand with some guy claiming to be a Nigerian prince requires confidence. So does getting a subway rules tattoo on your neck so that you can get free footlongs for the rest of your life. That's the wrong kind of confidence. If you're going to take a risk, make sure it's a smart one. 
Though, if any companies want to give me free sandwiches for the rest of my life, let's talk. There may be terms that work for me. Think about the gold rush. In 1848, a guy named James Marshall found gold at Sutter's Mill in Northern California. For the next decade, guys from around the world rushed to California to try to make their fortune. That was an amazingly brave choice for all of them. But how many guys made millions from the gold rush? See, picking gold up off the ground isn't the biggest risk. It's a simple strategy. Everyone can see how that can make you money. Those guys found some gold and made some money, sure, but who made the real money off the gold rush? It was a guy who sold pants. Taylor, Jacob Davis, noticed that gold miners kept tearing their pants. And he approached Levi Strauss, who knew enough about clothing retail and San Francisco gold miners to realize the answer wasn't to just sell more pants like everybody else. 